This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Good afternoon and welcome along to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. We're arriving now at the business end of the French Open Men's Single Championship. We're through to the quarterfinals. We will know one of them. Uh, there were no one semi-finalist, actually, two semi-finalists by the end of the day with uh, Novak Djokovic on a collision course, potentially to play world number one, Carlos Alcaraz. But we still don't know the other semi-finals. We have two quarterfinals to analyse, break down and share the best bets for the action that is being played on Wednesday. And I'm delighted to say joining me to look ahead to those two matches is our senior ATP Tour handicapper, Sean Calvert. Sean, I haven't spoken to you in a couple of days. How's it been, sir? How's your weekend? Yeah, it's going okay. Yeah, this, the French Open, as I said, it's, can, can be a bit of a struggle sometimes, can't it? Um, yeah, half term's over now, so I'm back in, uh, back in full control. So to speak, for now, as much, for them, as much for control as I ever have, uh, until next weekend comes around, that is. But yeah, uh, okay, mate. Thanks. Looking forward to Stuttgart. Actually, I'm going to be there on Monday. So um, yeah, there's no uh, there's no rest in the tennis calendar, oh, is there? Once the French Open's you, finished, you're, 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 Stuttgart. you're off to Stuttgart. It's the Boss Open, so there'll be lots of merch there, lots of nice Boss gear. I'm a big Boss. There'll fan. be merch, and there's also going to be rain, of course. Oh, of yeah, course. you're going. You're going. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's not a single tournament I've been to this year. That Barcelona, actually, I think is the only one I've been to this year where it hasn't rained. Um, so when are you heading out? Uh, Monday afternoon. So I'll be there. I'll be at the tennis on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. A bit of grass court action. Love it. You see, you've seen the grass as well, of course, haven't you? At Surbiton, I, I, you did, I did. I went to Surbiton yesterday. It was quite nice. I, I've lived in Surbiton. I've lived around that area for, like all my life. I was born in Kingston, which is about two minutes from that tennis court. I never even knew it existed. I knew the tournament was there. I wouldn't even know. Where it was it was like a little road like a tiny little road have you been before no it's just like a private club it's like a little tiny private club on a tiny little road people's houses and there's andy murray standing outside waiting for a car to pick him up uh, on this street it's just really nice selfie really... with him you, you, you he... ambushed him did you no he asked me actually he, 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 he okay. yes he said he, he recognized me from the uh the game bet match he asked me how you were i said you're fine i said you're in stuttgart he said take your own well, he knows me well andy yeah I've, I've um i interviewed him at the barcelona um barcelona tournament 2012 i'm not sure i probably remember that but um yeah we have met before our paths have crossed i went because my friend is um the agent for ryan pediston uh, yeah, he, played, exactly. he, he played really well actually, and it was really good to go. I mean, you, you can only—it's only about twenty dollars to go, but you can walk around the course and you can see some really good pointers from players with Wimbledon coming up who can play on the yeah, grass. I love, and players... I love those sort of tournaments; they're perfect, really. Yeah, especially for the Brits, you can see some Brits there. You think, well, they're going to be a dangerous opponent, or they're going to—you know—they can surprise at Wimbledon. Some of them are dreadful, but Penniston played really well. Jiri Vesely, oh my, he must be seventeen stone now. The size we—he's got, he got still got that huge left serve. He was never slim, even when he was fit, and he's had a long time out because he had a he had a car crash, didn't he, or something? Yeah. And, um, well, he, yeah, he's he, had quite a long time out, so yeah, he was, I'm not surprised he's not fit. 
very big, very big in this movement. With some, so he's definitely an auto fader every plays in the first round of Wimbledon. That was the thing that came out, but hopefully he's not too much of a heavy price. Anyway, that is a few a month, just under a month away now. The grass court action starts on Monday. Sean will be over in Stuttgart. Then we have the countdown to Wimbledon that really, really begins with a lot of tournaments over here in the UK at Queen's Club and Eastbourne. Uh, but that's into the future. It's about the now. And there tomorrow we have two quarterfinals in the French Open on the clay in Paris. Interesting ones. We're coming on a bit of a good form. We had a nice winner with our overs play on Serendulu against Holger Rune. And Holgerun now has to dust himself down and come back against an opponent that he's found quite tricky in the past. He's up against Kasper Ruud, the former, uh, sorry, the beaten finest here last year. Kasper uh, Ruud is uh, the higher ranked opponent here, and he is the favourite. When you look at the records, no surprise. Uh, Ruud is the fourth seed. Rune is the sixth seed. The head-to-head is very overwhelming in favour of Kasper Ruud. Uh, 4-1 he leads. The only time that Rune did beat him was from uh, last time out when we wanted we wanted Rune to win in Rome uh, just a, a few weeks back now where where uh, Holger Rune fell apart in uh, sorry where Casper Rude fell apart from a seamlessly winless winning position. Uh, they met in the French mm. Open in 2022. Rude won in three sets to one. Met them twice in Monte Carlo, and Rude has won them both. He's the favourite to win this match, minus 125. Olgarun is plus 106. The spread is one and a half. The totals are 38 and a half. I think if this match was played at the first round or the second round, or if Olgarun had come through with an easier match rather than that epic against Serendudo, I think it would be a pick and match or maybe even the Dana slight favourite, but he isn't. And I think that's because of the the, the battle that uh, Holgerun comes through against Serendulu. What are your thoughts on this match? I think it poses more questions than answers, to be honest. it's Given what we saw from Holgerun, he's, he's cost us, hasn't he, recently, Holgerun, with some of these wins from seemingly um, implausible positions, like the one you just mentioned against Kasper Rude in Rome. And then yesterday against Serendolo, oh dear me, I mean, that, <laughs> still not sure how Serendolo's managed to to not win that match. You know, he won 4% more service points, 4% more return points, 11 points more in total in the match and and managed to lose it. You could certainly argue that Rune kind of really stepped up there, didn't he? And just went for it, went for everything in that tie, whereas Seven Dolo was perhaps a little bit, a bit too conservative, but he had three breakpoint chances to serve for the match, didn't he? And didn't get it done. And he was ahead in the tie break, couldn't get it done. So Rune threw by the skin of his teeth. And he looked, once again, we've seen this. I mentioned it before, the Serendola match, didn't I? That, that we're still not convinced about Rune's fitness. And that that match did absolutely nothing to to dispel those doubts, did it? He was he had the doctor out again. He looked like he, he could barely move in the f- fourth set, I think it was. All of a sudden, he, he starts to get his energy again back in the fifth. Just doesn't look like he's got the legs for five sets. And that's why the price is how it was. Because they played, as I said, well, as you said, a month ago in Rome. Um over the best of three sets, and Rune was a, a 1.66 favourite. Now he's the underdog. I think it, that's just purely because the layers don't, they just don't trust his fitness. They don't think he can go five, and he probably will have to go to a decent four or five, you would have thought, to beat Casper Rude, um, who's coming in here with, with much more energy because he himself was a little bit fortunate as well not to mm. not to get involved in a real scrap against Nicholas Jarry, who led in at least two of the three sets that he played against Rude and managed to lose all three. They're all long sets, but he managed to, to blow leads in at least a couple of those sets, Jerry. So that one should have gone long. It's it's another match. The, the, so many matches that I said the other day, they've just gone, uh, the result has gone to the person that was the fitter in the end, not necessarily the better player. Those stats I just mentioned about 
Serendolo ruined. You could certainly say that Serendolo was the better player on the day and lost. Um, this one, I mean, the head-to-head is is kind of misleading, isn't it? Because the first two or three times that they that Rune and Rude played, it was very early in in Holger Rune's career. Um, and the last one, he he, he Rune was a, a decent winner, but once once uh, Rude had choked. Um, so I think it's difficult. I mean, the the stats on clay this season are, are kind of virtually identical. Really, Rude slight advantage. His service points, one return points, one total is one point better than Ruins on 106 compared to 105. But Rude's not really played many top 20 players on clay. He's only played a top 20 opponent on clay four times since the start of the last last year's French Open. And he's 2-2 win-loss in those. So the jury is out at the minute on on Casper Rude against the top players. But the jury is also very much out on on Rune's fitness. So it's a pick isn't it? Um, I, th- I think it's virtually unbettable if, if i was having a bet in this i'd potentially go with with rude to win it on fitness maybe three two at uh, a five that's a 5.6 chance uh with bet rivers that one yeah i was probably thinking about the total games going over the total games at 38 and a half but i i played all three total games yesterday i know i don't know how we never cashed on the first match i mean jerry against rude jerry was four yeah, two up I in mean, the second set four one up in the in the, in the third set Opportunities to win that set couldn't take one set couldn't take them. Um, but the problem is the tank as well, isn't it? Because what we saw with if I can just make another point briefly yeah. there. Sorry, um, no, it's fine. He, he he tanked that fourth set, didn't he? Rune yesterday against Serendell, he lost it six one. He knew he wasn't going to win this set, and he was just trying to conserve the energy for the fifth. And if that happens, this that could happen again here, couldn't it? If if Rune thinks ah, I'm not going to get back into this set, you could you could get a six one or six two set. And that kind of ruins the overs, which makes it that much makes that bet difficult as well. So, I think this is really a, a, a tough one, really tough. I think the, the strategy I'm looking at in this match is I think that Holger Rune has got to win it in easy. He's got to win yeah. three sets to love. If it goes, he's got to be a, aggressive, really aggressive, like he was against Serendolo. Yeah, really aggressive. Go out of the traps and really try to put it to bed. And if if he gets up to a fast start, he could probably win it because I I do think he's the more talented as a player. I think he's got more shots. I've got more variety. I think he's got a better serve. And I think that he he has to come out with the confidence that he can win. Whether his body can do that is a, is a different question. The, the other part is if it goes into a slog, into a five-setter, and the more methodical, the more uh, the person who's not going to make them out, the, the, the unforced errors and mistakes is rude. And I think if it goes to a long game, you've got to fancy the Norwegian here. So that's the kind of strategy I'm coming on. I agree with you. I think it's really hard pre-match to have an opinion but I think as well as we start we'll know a lot more of Hol- uh, Holger Rune I think he's mm. the key to this match rather we know exactly yeah. what Casper Rude's going to do but it's all about exactly Rune. yeah we do yeah so that one do. there I think it's a it's a no play unfortunately there's only two matches but the first match we think of it no play we're not going to force a bet we don't have to go and force the bet you know we just come and find the bets that we think are value but this one here we think is so difficult and it's so hard to have a bet but I do think it's in, in running we could have a a real sort of a flipping a match that flips from one favourite to the other. And I think it could be a really good one for traders in running betters. And I think you should be in and out of markets. Remember, there's 58 markets currently on the Bet Rivers website on this match alone. And this one is, will be the late game tomorrow. So it starts at 2.15pm Eastern time, which is 7.15 in the UK and 8.15 over in France. It's the night match. So it's under the lights as well. Did that suit rude slightly would you think yeah i would say so yeah yeah i mean it's going to be it's going to be harder for rune to play that very aggressive style successfully in the slower conditions i would suggest yeah yeah so that one here very very difficult to have a bet the second match um 
one player's probably surprised. We wouldn't expect him to be this far, and, and the other one has the potential. And obviously, how his his career has had so many blighted by injuries, and how he's come back is a is great and looks a good sign for the American hardcore campaigns coming up. That is Alexander Zverev, uh, up the German, up against Thomas Martin Echeverry. Alexander Zverev is a heavy favourite here at minus three oh five with the Argentinian Echeverry plus two thirty five Echeverries. Definitely caught the uh, the crowd in Roland Garros. He's a crowd favourite at the moment. He's been really impressive on his route through to the quarterfinals. He hasn't dropped a set yet. Alexander Zverev as well has been serving exceptionally well. You know, we know it's all about his serve for him, if he can get that serve going. In slow conditions, it could be a big pointer for future tournaments to come with Alexander Zverev's form here. The spread is five and a half, uh, minus 121. Echeverry receiving five and a half. And Zverev giving up the five and a half is minus uh, 106. The totals here are 36 and a half. And this will be the first time that the two of them have played. Obviously, Echeverry... Is a much lower ranking, just inside the top fifty, but he's going to move up. Will he be? Will he go into the top thirty-two? He'll probably go into the top thirty-two and be seeded for um, for the for Wimbledon if he or if not Wimbledon, they might not seed him. But uh, he'll be in the top thirty-two. I haven't seen the live rankings, to be honest. Yeah, I, could... I think he goes into the top thirty-two if he uh, on the back of this tournament. He's currently forty-nine. He's very, he's a very low twenty-seven, but we do know that is uh, because of his injury concerns. He's a he's a, he's a top ten player um, without those injury concerns. Do you see this one going with form, or do you think the Argentinian can uh, cause Zverev some problems? I think he can cause him some some major problems, yeah. Um, on the form that we've seen from Thomas Martin Echeverry this season, the, the, the numbers that he's posted um, both this season and this fortnight at Roland Garros suggest that he, if he doesn't succumb to nerves in what's a, a really big match for him, if he plays how he has been playing for most of this season, I think he's got he's got every chance. I think this is the match that out of the two that certainly is is the more favourable one as far as as betters are concerned. If you look at what they've done this this Roland Garros so far in terms of service points won and return points won titles, Echeverry's on 117, which is fabulous. Um, there's a slight caveat to that in this: his figures were boosted by Nishioka in the last round, who was barely competitive for the last two sets, so that has boosted Echeverry's stats a little bit. But they're still they're still very very good numbers. Zverev is on 112, which is also very good. Um, both these guys have held serve a lot so far this French Open, even in these slow conditions. Zverev 87% of the time, Echeverry 88% of the time, which leads me initially to start thinking about the over games. Um, if we compare what they've done on clay so far this season, in terms of their service points won and return points won totals at, at main level on the surface, they're both exactly the same. Zverev's on 106, Echeverry's on 106. Now, if we isolate it further against um, matches played against the current top 20 on clay this season, Zverev is only 1-3 win-loss, and his service points one, return points one total is 95, so not not great against the better players. Echeverry's played six matches, 1-2, lost four, and he has a 99 total, so you could certainly argue that he's been the one out of the two that's performed the better against the better players. He played Djokovic really well. Um, in Rome uh, recently should have won the opening set I think it was against um, against Djokovic there um, so the numbers the numbers aren't really suggesting that Zverev should be this short he's, he's this short based on the fact that he has the experience he's played a lot of these big matches Echeverry hasn't um, other than that there's no there's no real reason for Zverev to be that short he's been favoured I think in his last two matches by the conditions Um nighttime conditions it was really windy as well wasn't it in the Dimitrov mm-hmm. match 
last night. It was really windy. That didn't help Dimitrov at all with his single-handed backhand. Um, similarly, when he played Tierfo, Zverev, nighttime slow conditions certainly didn't suit Tierfo either. Both Dimitrov and Tierfo would have preferred the heat of the day, um, no question, rather than a, a night match where, which which favoured Zverev. This is a different matchup. You've got Echeverria, who's very, very comfortable playing these long rallies on the clay. We'll see. I mean, I think this will really test out Zverev's um, level. It has fluctuated an awful lot this season between sort of pretty good and, and awful at times. So I would suggest that Echeverry, assuming that he can conquer his nerves, would have a, a reasonable chance of taking this long. I, I quite like the over 36 and a half total games here um, with Bet Rivers. That's a minus 115 chance, 1.87. When you say um, Echeverry's nerves, Zverev is renowned for choking on the, the big stage well, as well. Is, and this, yeah. this is a big game yeah. for him as well. I know he's got the he's got the bigger form, he's got the bigger big match uh, experience, but this is after his injury, this is a huge match for him as well to reach a, a major semi-final. So I think it's a big one for both of them on their nerves. And that's why I like the I, I agree with you. I think the over 36 and a half is a is a very, very nice play here. So that will be the only official pick on the two matches, yeah? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Only yeah, I think the other match is is Really difficult to bound. Slight lean, as I said, to three two to rude, but honestly, it's it is little more than a lean because it's it's so tough. But this is this will be the official play, yeah. And remember that match starts at nine a.m. Eastern time, so a nice early start. You can have a little bit of a line. Uh, if you want to watch the game, you can have a bet on the Bet Rivers website, and you can stream it. So you can stream the match, watch the match from the comfort of your own home, on your laptop, on your computer, on your tablet. It's all there. There's currently fifty four markets on that match on the Bet Rivers website, but we think the best play is over 36 and a half games at minus 115. Remember, there are four ways to download all the fantastic content here on the Game Bet Match podcast. You can download uh, our podcast on your preferred podcast provider by searching the Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network, and you can follow us on our Instagram page and our Twitter account, which is at Because We Win. You'll get all the content next week from Sean in Stuttgart, uh, myself uh, in some tournaments coming up in the UK. I'll be at Eastbourne and Queen's Club, and then it's Wimbledon. So uh, lots of tennis action coming on here. Obviously, all the soccer has stopped over in Europe. So it's all about tennis from now until probably late sort of September now. So it's uh, all a lot of big, big tennis coming up. Uh, Sean, thank you very much for, as always for joining us. I think we'll thank be you. back on Thursday, but we may come back tomorrow. I'm not quite sure the order of play. It's just because we want to cover the djokovic Alcraz match, if that is the game. We can't have the French Open without not covering that game. So we'll check the schedules, but I think we'll probably be back Thursday. Or if it's too late, we may have a little special tomorrow uh, on Novak Djokovic against Carlos Alcraz because of the time difference. But we can't not talk about what will be the biggest tennis match of the year so far. Sean, enjoy your day. Enjoy the rest of your day. You. Enjoy the, the, the bit of the sunshine here because you're gonna you're not gonna see much of it next week, my friend. It's I'm gonna not be seeing any here. It's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> be 80 degrees in London next week. So you, you, you of course can, it you, is. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be high. So okay, uh, take care, everyone. <laughs> and uh, there's our official pick. Enjoy the tennis, and we'll be back uh, later on this week. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.